My name is Dr. Brian Thatcher, and I would like to welcome you to Pearls of Divine Mercy. I'm speaking on behalf of Eucharistic Apostles of the Divine Mercy, a lay outreach ministry of the Congregation of Marians of the Immaculate Conception based in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. Our mission is to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles where people learn the faith and then build up the local church through spiritual and corporal works of mercy and to promote the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and recitation of the Divine Mercy Chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the intentions of the sick and dying. Our website is at www.thedivinemercy.org, thedivinemercy.org. For information on the ministry, please call us toll-free at 877-380-0727. All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet on the back. Quotations of St. Faustina are taken from her diary, Divine Mercy in My Soul, copyright 2001, Marians of the Immaculate Conception. Have you ever been misunderstood and wondered how things could have ever gotten so botched up? Today I want to share with you some thoughts on miscommunication. I remember hearing the story of the man who took his wrecked car to the body shop. He showed the body shop supervisor his driver's license and registration to the car. But the man looked at him and said, Sir, did you bring the wrong paperwork in today? This isn't the registration to this car, and this certainly isn't your driver's license. Oh, no, sir, the man replied. At the time of the accident, the policeman said that the parties involved were to exchange driver's license and registrations. The story illustrates how easy it is for us to misunderstand each other. Sometimes even clear and precise language can be misunderstood. Jesus understood that many in his day thought the commandment, Thou shalt not kill, meant only the physical taking of a person's life. So he explained the attitude of hatred, and that harsh words of anger and an unbridled tongue can also lead to another type of murder. Granted, they may not kill the person physically, but they can do great harm. Remember the saying, Sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never harm me? I remember in elementary school being asked if this were a true statement, and I said yes because words could never hurt like sticks and stones. However, as I grow older, I see that it is the painful words, the statements spewed forth by an angry tongue, these are the things that can cause the most pain. Thou shalt not kill. Yes, the example of Cain killing Abel is an example of the murder of the body that happened then and is still happening today. But what of the type of murder that many engage in, the kind employed by those with unresolved anger? They would never resort to guns or knives. No, instead they use murderous attitudes and prejudices. Their condescending eyes and hateful glances could kill anyone. Jesus warned us about harboring hate and anger. But there is an even more disturbing type of murder that people employ, even good Christians. It is a so-called type of religious murder. Their weapons are avoidance and apathy. They kill by withholding love and affection. I want to share with you a personal story of how lack of forgiveness is rampant in families. Some time ago, a friend said to me, It is too bad Aunt Jane is going to her deathbed hating her mother. I knew Jane, and I was shocked at what he was saying. 
I always saw her as a happily married elderly woman who attended daily Mass. She loved her faith and did not seem to be a person full of anger and revenge. My friend told me that when Jane was engaged nearly fifty years earlier, her mother made a comment that she should marry someone like her sister's husband, an attorney. After all, Joe was just a common baker and would never be wealthy. This angered Jane so much that she never spoke to her mother again. And when her mother died, the sister and brother-in-law made sure that Jane did not get any inheritance money. This caused a rift between Jane and her sister, and the two did not speak again, even though they lived in the same city. And yet, carrying all that anger for all those years, Jane was attending Mass and receiving Holy Communion daily. I sometimes wonder how many more graces would she have received if she had only forgiven her mother and sister and sought reconciliation. Reflect today on whether or not you have been misunderstood and if you are harboring anger about it. And look inside yourself and meditate if there are instances where your harsh words that spewed forth from your mouth may have wounded someone you love. Lastly, ask Jesus, the divine mercy, to replace your anger and hatred with love. Your openness to dealing with your anger may open the door to your healing and a relationship with a loved one that you desperately desire. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Brian Thatcher, for Pearls of Divine Mercy. If you would like to know more about our efforts to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cynicals and to promote recitation of the Divine Mercy chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the sick and the dying, please call our ministry toll-free at 1-877-380-0727 or look at our website at www.thedivinemercy.org thedivinemercy.org All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet printed on the back.